ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. for tuning in to another episode thank you so much i'm your host steven gaxiola once again today's date is june 6th the year is 2021 we are nine days out until we are officially open i don't know what that means if you're going to be able to wear a mask we're going to just take off our masks on that date i don't know but i'm interested to see what happens i'm excited to see what comes about. I want to thank my past guest, Sammy Barola. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on the show. It was an honor to have you here. Uh, I'll get a couple, couple shout out shout outs. I want to get a shout out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. Uh, my, I got family members that work there, and it's a family-owned business, and, and they've helped me along on this journey as being a podcaster. I want, so I want to get a shout out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. If you guys are looking to pawn, sell, or buy, you can hit up Whippy's Pawn Shop. They are located in Azusa's, California. The address is 750 West Foothill Boulevard. That's 750 West Foothill B- Boulevard. That is Whippy's Pawn Shop. Shout out to them. Want to get another shout out to my boy, Freddie Morales, who's a loan officer. If you people are looking for mm, your refinancing or looking to buy a home or sell a home, you can give my boy a call. He's a good, solid dude. Uh, you can email him at mortgagemorales at gmail.com. That's mortgage morales. Mortgage morales. Yeah, I'm talking like a million miles an hour. Uh, mortgage morales at gmail.com. Shout out to my boy Freddie. Also want to give a, a shout out to new neighborsfoundation.org. That's new neighbors found down day. Here I go. New neighbors foundation. It's one of my friends, Johnny Williams, who was just on the show. He goes down to Skid Row and he helps out the homeless by giving them clothes, food, you know, just just going down there once a year and, and, and helping out the homeless down there. It's getting really bad down there. So shout out to him. If you guys want to donate your clothes or food, a couple bucks, whatever, you can get a hold of them. They're called New Neighbors Foundation, obviously, .org. So you can go on their website. They have all their information to get a hold of them. Uh, there's also the number. The number I have for them is 909-586-0614. That's 909-586-0614. And they, the event's June 19th, so we got a couple weeks left before this happens. So I think he said on the episode, he'll go to your house, uh, wherever you guys are. He said he likes to drive, and he'll pick up the clothes or food, whatever you want to donate. So if you guys can do that, uh, that's greatly appreciated. So those are my shout-outs for today. 
Uh, want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in, my family, friends, coworkers, all you guys supporting me. It means a lot. This podcast is growing and it's going to continue to grow. So once again, thank you to you, even the people that have been on my show, man, and supported the show. Speaking of that, my guest today is a returning guest. He is, I think this is his third time, uh, fourth time. Wow. He, he's been there for, yeah, yeah. He's been there for me uh, whenever I needed him. Uh, and he, you know, the podcast has grown and he's here again. And uh, I, I'm honored to have him on the show. I could speak uh, all day about this guy. So welcome once again, the fourth time. I believe so. I think this is the third. It could be the third, but I, I don't know. I'll look into it. But folks, uh, I got the the pod father in the building, folks. <laughs> the pod father, Frank Rodriguez. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. It's crazy, man. Uh, every time I get in here and, and and do a podcast, I don't know what I, what I'm expecting, you know. And uh, whenever I have you on the show, it, it just seems to, to to go smooth and you know just nice Sorry. and and it just you just have that presence or i don't know what it is you just you just, i mean how do you feel i i don't i mean it's like i i enjoy coming in here and just basically what we do is bs about whatever man it's yeah it's i, I enjoy that i mean i miss that kind of thing with like the covid going on just getting together with yeah because like uh just like coming up scott benzett's having his birthday party yeah yeah. And well, my sister, I got to go to Washington State because my sister's having her 70th, which I'm excited about going to. But mm. I'm kind of bummed because I'm like, man, I can hang out with everybody, BS, you know, and just yeah, 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 whatever. And I miss, I miss that from, from all this going on. You isn't know? that Father's Day weekend? Could be. It's the 19th, because I know there's a big union meeting at at our local, so we're gonna do that. Wait a minute, there's gonna be an in at the. You ever heard? At no. I know. I found out through uh, somebody was talking about it, and I overheard them. I said, "What? What meeting? Uh, there's a new. There's a meeting on the 19th of June for our local 952. I guess they're posted it on Facebook. Okay, and but and so it'd be nice if they posted it in the building. No, or I, somebody came up and said, "Hey, by the way, this is what's happening. We want to get everybody down there." I was talking to Wayne about that. I said, "Wayne, I go, where's everyone getting this info from?" I go, "Well, how do I?" He goes, "Well, usually they're supposed to post it right there." Uh, where the you know the stairs is right, right you know right. it's right on the wall. He goes, they're supposed to do that, and uh, I guess the date he's putting it on too um, doesn't correlate to what we have uh, voted on in the uh, what are they called sub. The, okay, I know what you're talking because the thing was is we always had it was like the you got to vote on that, but it was on a Wednesday. We've always had yeah. the meeting, and Third he meant us wants to change it to Saturday. Yeah. So and I, I guess by the bylaws, you're supposed to vote on that on changing the day. Yeah, changing the day. That could that that's a possibility. But I mean, I mean, just out of respect for everybody, it would be nice that we just kind of voted on it. I mean, yeah. Wow, I'm surprised that it's not a. It's not even posted. Yeah, because that's it's a big deal. We haven't had an in-person one in over a year. I think he's neglecting UPS. I think he's focusing more on the other companies because he knows that's where he's going to get his votes from. This whole thing with this now is, it's a shame that it's, uh, that it's so divisive now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, it really bothers me because like, uh, Bruno, like Jimenez will come in, he'll shake my hand. How you doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I've, t- I've talked to him before. We've had 
good rapport with each other. Um, Bruno, I talk with. Um, you know, our shop stewards, I got no problem with as long as they do their job. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, But, I mean, it just seems the whole thing when this whole new, when Jimenez won, it just like, <laughs> you know, it changed everything, you know. And uh, it made it. It's like it made it kind of like divisive and everything. All of a sudden, you got this side and that side. I just want the basically, I just want the union to do their job. Man. Yeah, but at the end for, of the day, for, you got to do your job. Yeah, for all of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I want. But I mean, there was a lot of big talk, and I don't know. I mean, I don't see nothing different happening at, at UPS that was that they, you know, the big talk about, oh, we're going to start hammering down on this, we're going to start hammering down. I see the same old stuff going on at work. You hear about that driver, or not a driver? Well, he was a driver, and uh, he got fired recently for. Uh, they said he stole trail mix. He was in the hub. Uh, went back. He went back to the hub because he didn't like our supervisors. I'm not gonna say whoever their names are, but he he didn't like the way they were being. He was being treated, so he went back to the hub and was waiting until they replaced all of them. He was going to come back driving again. Oh, he was going to go. Yeah. So, so he disqualified himself? He disqualified himself. Okay. And he was waiting for them to, uh, and you know, it? and I told him, I said, hey, man, I go, you're going to get shitty supervisors all, every round now, dude. That's I, just the I, way it I, is. I, I, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you, you got to look at it this way, too. They're, they, they're glad they did that to you. You're, they're taking food out, out of your mouth. They're, putting, they're taking clothes off your back when, when you, you got to stand up and fight for yourself. So long story short, uh, obviously I'm not going to say names, and, and and people who are listening will know who he is. Uh, got fired for trail mix. I guess supposedly the word is somebody a box opened up in one of the trucks or trailers. Uh, the whoever took those trail mix was handing them out. I guess he handed them out to him. <sighs> He's eating them, so they fire him. And I guess the union, whoever was in there, I'll, I could tell you after the air. Uh, made him sign the resign paper and he didn't know he thought you know how when you walk in they have the the people where they're giving snacks exactly he thought that's what it was the safety committee has yeah that so i don't know if the story's true or not but this is what i've been told already but the fact that you already had signed the resign paper means you're done there's no going back right i i kind of i i think so that was kind of like what happened to um uh well no that's not the same never mind that was totally different. With uh, I was thinking about Farachi, but his was his medical thing. Hey, they fired him? No, he his doctor. I guess he signed something when the doctor with his paperwork was what I heard, and the doctor saying he can't come back to work, and I think Farachi signed it. That's what I had heard, but I don't know. I felt oh, bad. I like that guy. Farachi was a cool Fauci, dude. Fauci, dude. Remember he Fauci? No, Farachi. Oh, he said Fauci. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he works at UPS. <laughs> Ferrachi, yeah, I remember him, yeah, dude. So he's he, only worked when I when he was around. He only worked a few. Like but a I mean, month you gotta you gotta watch that uh, kind of. I guess you gotta watch everything when it comes to your job, signing papers and well, stuff and everything. You gotta be careful, UPS, man. You, UPS, they get they got a lot of people up top that are super fucking smart. They want to fire you, they'll fire you. You know, we're all we're all numbered and labeled and know what we what we what they can do and. I say they already know we're batteries and how much juice they can get out of us is oh, what they want. And me, I just want to walk. I don't want to have no surgeries. All the surgeries you've told me you've had, I was like, yeah. fuck. And I get it. Fucking we're, we're, we're cardboard warriors. You know, you want to work hard. You want to fucking. Ugh. But there comes a time where like, oh, I'm not feeling it today, man. The knees ain't feeling it. The back. 
Yeah, I mean, I still have the same. Uh, it's weird because when you come in, you know, when I first came in 31 years ago, it was, uh, you know, you had to have a sense of urgency. They wanted you under 9.5. Uh, no, no, like uh, dropping your air. They wanted you to get done, mm. skip your lunch and breaks. And then, of course, they had that lawsuit where they paid us all that money mm. for the lunches and breaks we skipped. I that, remember that. Like some guys in uh, Northern California, so they got the fat end of it. And then we just got like our, the break and lunch money. But mm. I mean, I mean, it took that to get it back. If no one would have done that, nothing probably would ever happen. But I mean, and it's weird. It's hard to, uh, to get out of that mode sometimes when like it, when I have like a lousy load, which I rarely have now because they move my truck. I got that. I got Brian. Uh, mm -hmm. I, that kid's that guy's good loader, man. Brian. Brian. Yeah, Brian. Brian uh, why can't I think of Brian's last name? He splits on Saturdays on Pen Seven, but mm -hmm. he loads my. He works because he works. So Mondays sometimes I get a little shady, but. Tuesday through uh, Friday, I get my Lotus. I don't know what happened to the loads lately. I don't know what they're teaching them now. I think there's got to be new methods they're teaching them because the loads are shit, dude. The kids but that were telling me yesterday was, and that was, that was Saturday, that, well, they want to, at this, at this hour, that's it. They want them off the clock, and, and that's that. And I said, so, I don't know if they're getting close to the end. On pin 7? No. Was it yeah, pin that's where I was yeah. at. Pin yeah. 7 yesterday. That guy was telling me. There's only two loaders on the whole pin. They I said, posted a video. Yeah, did you see they said no supervisors showed up yesterday? Why? I don't know. Those, and they were all bent out of shape. And there was one kid going, yeah, and, the, and we have to be off the clock at this time. I said, well, I'm just going to let you know something. Hmm. If there's another guy with less seniority than you, and they're going to keep him. Mm -hmm. I said, you got to remember, I go, seniority is like the... The major player here at at UPS. There were a lot of it's workers everything. too that didn't show up too. Help, help uh, oh, I don't know, but I just told him. I said, "Don't ever." I wow. said, "Don't." I go. Re remember, you got if you got seniority, if you want to still work, you want to make that money. I said, "That's your right." I go because of your seniority. I said, "Don't let him keep some guy here with less seniority than you." Telling you, oh, I got to go. Make sure you observe everything. Watch what's going on. So part time supervisors didn't show up. Yeah, that's what they said. None of them yesterday. How many are supposed to show up? I don't know. I, I I know that I usually see two over there on Pen Seven, but I don't know if they whether they run Pen Seven, Pen Eight. I don't know how how it works. I don't ever pay attention to that crap. I could care oh, less. Oh, you know who I saw? <laughs> I saw what's his name. He used to work in the office. But I saw Mayor's kid yeah, yesterday. Yeah, Mayor's kid. But I don't think he. Is, I always forget I his name. I think he's uh, Michael. Yeah, Mike. But what's I up, think Mike? he's. I think he's uh, I above him. those guys. Yeah, he I, is. I think. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. a smart cat. He they, he knows what's up. Yeah, he was storming through and like, dude, the whole yeah. pen. There's no one, not even drivers too. I don't even know. There, I know there's a bunch of sick calls yesterday too. And they wanted me to do a full route. I go, I can't fucking do a full route, dude. Yeah, like I told her, I said, uh, dare I told her when she did the thing. I said, oh, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. And I was kind of like, oh. she, David would have had me like, uh, with with more work, but because he knows I, I'll, I'll I mm -hmm. always tell David I'll help you. He's like. I tell him, hey, I'm going on vacation this week. I won't be here Saturday. He's all bummed, like, oh. He's the only one that knows how to run Saturday smooth. I, like, uh, like Weaver used to. Yeah, yeah, like Weaver used to. Yeah. And then the way back when was the guy, uh, Cliff. Do you remember Cliff? Yeah, I remember Cliff. He used to always smoke those Black Miles. Dude, man, that guy, uh, <laughs> uh, those Saturdays were so, he was cool. so nice. I mean, we weren't delivering ground, but there was a lot of air on those days. Mm -hmm. I delivered all of Fountain Valley. We were all parked out in Pen 12 and 11. Yeah, and 
I mean, and he still had a bunch of guys there, and it was like they didn't, you know, care. it was like a word of mouth. I was like, hey, these guys are working Saturday. I'm coming in, you know. And uh, But we all, I mean, everything ran smooth until that uh, the one guy uh, didn't want to go back. And uh, I don't want to say his name. The guy's a jerk off. But it, uh, he didn't uh, want to go back for a misdelivered package. And uh, he's Cliff uh, said, hey, man, just go get it. You know, you mm -hmm. misdelivered it. And no, he didn't want to go do it. And so uh, that driver went and told uh, it was Kevin Hahn at the time running our building that, hey, you know, Cliff's out there smoking cigarettes all day, blah, 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 blah. And that Kevin Hahn dude looked at the, like, the thing and the pay. And he said, hey, why are all these full-time drivers here? And screwed us on Saturdays for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, we were out there, and that was easy money. You man. would have the Thomas guide, and they're they're all laminated. And you would just do your markings. Yeah. Those are some good stuff. And he'd always come and ask you, "How many stops you got?" Because he would tell me, and I go, "Oh, I would take ten, you know." Yeah. And then I would tell him fifteen. Like, oh, I got eighteen, because he would want <laughs> you to take more. Right. You know, and it's like I only could take as much as I, you know, I can. You know, I'm spread out, and these trucks back then were were stick shift, no power steering. Right. And he. Uh, I'd always tell him, and then he'd find out the next week. He goes, you didn't fucking have 18. You had 10, <laughs> asshole. And I'm, oh, okay, I'll take, well, what do you ask your woman to take, you know? Yeah. I was young back then, I didn't, you know? Yeah. I, was only, I was only capable of doing so much. Now, yeah. fucking throw it all in there. Yeah, but I think we came in like 8.30, and I think by 9, we were out the door. Yeah. So I had three hours, and I, pretty much I delivered all of Fountain Valley. He would just say, hey, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I just, and you're trucking, it was like my regular truck, because my truck was out there. And... I just hop in and go, and if you had a problem, you'd call in and say, hey, I, I got, like, probably these ones are not going to get off. Boom, someone would show up. Yeah, you know? remember that? They would yeah. show up. But, I mean, Weaver, when, when Weaver ran it, it was it was nice because we just, uh, it, it he brought a bunch of guys in for the EAMs, like David does. And we asked about, uh, we asked David about that the other day, and he said, I, we don't have no late errors, we don't have no problems. He goes, they're never going to say anything to me about having the, uh, this many people come in and do the EAMs. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, like, dude, we have like six. Yeah. We have the most. Yeah. There's only like one per center, right? And the it, other centers are two. I, I, I have no idea. The but only guys I see out there are us. <laughs> 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 but that's cool, man. You know, I mean, I don't know how he does it. Yeah. He just said because he has no like uh, missed or no late or nothing like that. He goes, so he, it, like we're the best in the district or whatever when it comes to that particular thing mm -hmm. so he says they're not gonna go play and i'm like okay yeah early ams is uh yeah i can't do it though during the it's weird man i can't do it during the week i mean i would i think they have five or six guys i think seniority wise i would be able to do them no i know i know uh, but I think a driver it, less seniority than, than me would do early AMs. yeah well that's the call in though but the, they have the permanent guys i think they I think they have six now because we took got that part of Fountain Valley. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know what it is. During the week, I, I can't. But, I mean, I've been doing the miss routes at night. Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's, it's about the same, you know. About the same. Yeah. But you know me, man. If, I, if we're up drivers, dude, I'm like, hey. You're going home. Yeah. Except for uh, one of the, uh, what's his name? His knee was bothering him Friday. So, Dave came up to me and said, hey, uh can we ask you a favor? And it's like, it must have been hard for him because he knows I don't like him. <laughs> Damn. And I you said, showed him mercy. And I said, okay, no, I don't like the supervisor. Oh, yeah, oh, the supervisor. So I just told, uh, I said, all right, man, his knees bother. All right. I said, I'll, 
I'll work. That's cool. I understand. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I went over and they said, oh, uh, Ford, you know, says, oh, you're not going home. And I pointed to the guy. He was standing right there like mm-hmm. you and me. And I go, oh, he's whining about his knee. son." he goes, hey, that's not cool. I said, if you don't know me, if you don't know I'm joking, dude, come on. <laughs> of course, I'm going to say that I, you're I, whining. I want, now I want to know who it is. <laughs> hey, man, that's not cool. <laughs> I just go, wow, you got to Brother, know. was he younger than you? Yeah, younger? he's a youngster. One of the guys that just came back from injury, so. I, was, I, You know what I mean? That's cool. I don't mind. Pam asked me one day, hey, you know, is it okay? It was like the female type thing. Yeah, and yeah. And I said, Pam, go home. I said, I'll work. Don't sweat it. Yeah, she's a she's a mama. Now, if there's, now I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's some guys I wouldn't do it for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on your own, sucker. Yeah, you know what I mean? It would have to be some serious crap, but there's some guys I wouldn't do it for. But, yeah. You were talking about the uh, the the opening up of the of the state, right? The 15th? The 15th, yeah. June 15th. They're supposed to open I everything out. I just thought about that because I want to talk about that. Okay. They're supposed to have... They're trying to do the recall on Newsom. Yeah. Now, I'm in a thread on a, a text... And one of the guys posted that he's saying we're not going to do that here in California, Newsom, because it's not over yet. Dude, if he's trying to punch his ticket to get recalled, <laughs> that that's it right there, man. If we, we don't open up on the yeah, 15th. We don't open up Are you kidding me? That's a nail in the coffin. I told my uh, wife, I said, hey, one of the guys posted. She knows everybody in the thread. Um, I go, one of the guys posted. I go, check this out. You know, and I go, I don't know if this is legit or not. And my wife goes, well, isn't, isn't he like, aren't they talking about a recall? I said, hey, he, I go, if he's. Yeah, it's on the ballot. Yeah, I said, now, if he's trying to get out, yeah. I go, that's his, that's, that's, e- his, that's uh, a quick and easy way out, man. Just don't open the state back up. I mean, if we're doing good. I guess we're supposed, we're doing good, uh, but we're coming back stronger than ever. Right. Uh, so they're anticipating that once we're fully open, we're going to bounce back even better. I, I. Hope so, man, because only because, and this is only, only thing. I understand people haven't visited family, friends, and I was even touching on the fact that, you know, we haven't been able to get together, all of us, mm-hmm. like, hang out, like, say, go to Tilted Kilt and watch a football game or something. Not mm-hmm. because of the girls there, but I, I really, actually mm-hmm. like the food. Tilted Kilt? Yeah, I That's do. That's where Weaver used to take us all yeah, the time. I, I, I like the food there, though. Mm-hmm. You know, they got some stuff there that I really like. And you could kick it outside. They got those TVs. I just... Like that. Me and Oscar went and watched when uh, uh, Khabib fought uh, McGregor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went there, and it was like, it was, it's cool. I just like that place. But um, I just want to see, like, we went to Blythe uh, two, two weeks ago, the week before Memorial Weekend, took our boat out for the first time. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, businesses. It's just, it's just a little small town. There's businesses that are, mm-hmm. they're done. And, uh, and that... That makes me sad, man. Not that I even went to those places and ate or shopped or whatever when mm-hmm. we were there, but it just is a bummer to to see that. I heard that we got a pretty bad drought coming too. And I heard a lot of lakes are their boats are docked or they can't. Lake Mead is at a historic low level right now. I mean, bad. That and uh, the one in you. What the hell's the one in Utah? The other one. Why can't mm-hmm. I think of the damn name? Getting old sucks when you can't remember names and stuff. Oh, let's see. But the other lake up there. 
Um, so and everything, and so it's going to affect a lot of stuff. I was reading a thing about who it would affect first and, and all this stuff. But, I mean, yeah, because we didn't have the, the rainfall that we had. So it doesn't really affect where I like to go, Lake Mojave, for some reason, and it doesn't affect the river. The river's always low. They probably connect from the Colorado Rockies. Well, it all comes it all from comes Colorado, down, you right? know? Yeah, from the Colorado River, it all comes down. But for some reason, from the dam there at, at the Hoover Dam, that goes through the river and then leads into Lake Mojave. Mm -hmm. It doesn't uh, really affect the level too much there, but it, and then the river that it's always low on Friday, Saturday and Sunday it's up. Um, but it doesn't really affect that much, but I like what I was reading, it could affect it a little bit, but it always seems like Lake Mojave always has a good depth. It's never like, because you look at the launch ramps from when I used to go to Lake Mead to where those launch ramps like are now. You used to launch your boat way up here. Mm -hmm. Now they're launching like way down here. You got this white. If you ever look at the lake that's got that on the walls, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That white. You can see it from the freeway, right? I remember it. I could you remember it being maybe 10, 12 feet high. And now it's like that thing is so low. It's. I haven't been there in a long time, and that's why we haven't, because... The, that's the one you see off the five, right? What's that? The the lake. The no, one. Lake Mead is in... Well, that's like Pyramid, huh? Those are all... Pyramid. The, yeah, those are the California ones. I don't know. I went to Pyramid once, and it was like pea soup in there, man. The algae was so bad. Oof. I said, I'm never going. And I, I had been to Lake Paris before. I've been to Elsinore before. But other than that, you go lakes outside of my the state. Boat, my boat will never, ever touch california lake water again dude whoa never I, why what happened lake, i who was telling me they were just out of lake paris was that uh frankie Cairos, i think yeah he said. yeah yeah he's got and he said no he goes it's not the same anymore he goes i remember we used to call it you know diaper lake and stuff i said dude i'm sorry they there's no way they could have cleaned that place out yeah diaper i said lake, there's no yeah. way i'm going in that place um elsinore my my sister lives right by uh they live in elsinore mm -hmm. and they did some like they fixed up they got like a water park type thing there and they kind of i was like i don't care that place i went and it's nasty and i'm never going back and same thing with uh any of these other ones in california i'm just not gonna now up north like what is it uh like lake shasta and that kind of stuff i've never been so i don't know I may venture up there one time. Turn on the AC. Keep continuing. Okay, go ahead. I may venture up there one time just to check it out, like when I retire, you know. But, I mean, uh, I know these ones down here. I just, I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna put my boat in that uh, in that water. Plus, my my boat stored in Arizona, so because it was way cheaper to. Uh, we just have to take that tower up and down when we get out. Well, we were talking about that. You said you want to do a podcast on the boat. Oh, if you ever, the next time, yeah, like we when we get into like this, cool. you want to Out of this, it? yeah. Yeah, just, I would say let's do it like that time time of year I did it or like later in the year, like October. Because, dude, it can get like 115 out there. And I don't care if you think about, oh, it'd be cool out there to. No, yeah, fuck I, that. I, 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 I will not be comfortable in anything. I'm, I'm not comfortable in anything over like when it's 105 out. Ugh. I hate heat too, dude. Uh, when I was the last time when we were in Mojave, it was 120 degrees, and I was out on the boat waiting for because Tom I had to park the thing because we were getting the slip. We got the slip the day early, dude. I got sick out there in that heat. So I, Tom just like uh, he was too, kind of, and he said, oh, "We're never doing that again, man." Yeah, dude. The older you get, that heat's fucking. Nasty. I had water and everything, but it was just like it was 120 degrees that day, and I'm like, and I'm like, why do we come out here this time of year, man? It's miserable. 
I, I can't. Uh, there's a lot of people out there, though. You know, there still are a lot of people out there that I mean, I think I think all these people are nuts, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I understand going out there and your boat and in the water and you're having fun, yeah. But I mean, maybe a max of 105 degrees to me is like is like my limit. After that, I'm just irritable. I'm, I'm I, I I'm just miserable to be around when we're out there. I don't care if you're in the water the whole time. I'm I'm still I'm. Every time I think of boating, boating out in the rivers, I always think refer back to that. I think it was like Girls Gone Wild, or was it, there was some porn out there where uh, they filmed a lot of porn out there in Lake Havasu. Dudes on the boats, you oh. know, having, and every time I, I hear Havasu, that, I just think of that. Like, I've known people that gone and they're partying on the boat, and the dude's humping a chick in front of everybody. I just, whatever I hear Havasu, I was Copper like, Copper Canyon. Copper Canyon was the, the big the big place there in, uh, in at Lake Havasu. I never liked, I've been there before. I've never, I've only been once actually, well, twice. And I've never liked it because there's too many people, too much going on, and everybody's drunk. Dude, I mean, this was even when I drank, I didn't mm. like it mm. because it's just Jeez. too chaotic. Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> but that, that, not even that part, just like all the people. And like when I'm on the boat, I like to be able to cruise. If I got to go this way a little bit, for someone coming the other way or whatever, that's one thing. I don't like when there's it's all packed all people and then when you're launching the boat you're waiting forever when you're getting your boat back out of the water you're waiting forever that's i i've just the boat scene yeah i mean there's a lot of people still like to go and be all around that stuff and everything i i don't know man that's their thing that's cool where it's not my it's not my gig man <laughs> yeah 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 that's all i always think about boating but then you got yours you know cruising and just yeah chilling out there and just it, being peace and quiet. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why there's not a lot of people that go to Blythe, and that's why we go there. And then um, uh, there are a lot of people that go to Lake Mojave, but it's so big, you know. You can find a cove and we hang out. We usually go. Uh, me, my wife Tom, and his wife, and we usually meet Roberts and his family out there, mm-hmm. and hang out with them. We have a good time. You know, Roberts has his boat. Tom will. Uh, he's got two uh, three seat skis too Mm-mm. that we have stored right across the river in uh, in Blythe from where we have our boat in uh, Ehrenberg in Arizona. So it's just right there, same place, just on the uh, California, so, Arizona side. And he'll haul those up there. I'll haul the boat. He'll haul the skis and mm-hmm. go up there and, you know, and and we got everything, you know, for that. The only thing is he's got to get an extra slip for the skis, but that's not a big deal. I was thinking about instead of, instead of doing the podcast here, Invest my money in uh, a motorhome, not you know the one with like a, the four diesel engines. I think it's a C class. Right. Them. Yeah, we were talking. So about I was thinking that about getting one of those. Do the podcast out of there, so that I can people want to come on the pod. I'll just drive you, step up in the in the in the RV, and we'll do a podcast there. Uh, but now you convinced me, dude. I'm gonna get a boat too and a couple sea <laughs> dudes. I mean, shit. My kids love to swim. They love water, but they also love camping. We take them camping. Last year, our big trip, we went to Zion National Park, and we, we, all, we walked the Narrows. I've been there. That place is beautiful, oh, man. It's crazy, man. It was it was amazing. But uh, the way you describe boating and hanging out, I was like, dude, I think I want to do that, too. We just, I just got to find sort of store everything. There's, there's just different uh, ways that people like to go boating. Our way is, like, well, sometimes we'll come out. We Last time, we went for a cruise first. Cruised up to see if anything changed in the area, like, where we go. You know, came back, stopped. Mm. The girls all make drinks. It was my wife, Tom's wife, and their and their friend. 
and me and Tom and you know Tom's sitting there. So where do you guys stay at when you guys go? Um, we stay at the uh, one of the hotels there in town in Blythe. Okay, okay. So I mean, sometimes we go, and but we still stay at the hotel. But we hang out with uh, Dave Pierce. His parents have a place out on the river. It's about a twenty mile drive, give or take. You know, my and so that that's cool about that is we can leave the skis and the boat mm -hmm. tied up out there mm -hmm. and we don't have to in and out of them every day in mm -hmm. in once when how we long get does there, it take to get there to fly um depends um if you're hauling the boat it takes a little bit but if you know we if we had to bring it like back for repairs no, yeah, oh yeah. just driving driving right over there yeah three hours oh shit. you can make it you can make it quicker but it depends on what time of day and when you're going... Well, how would you get there then? Because I've been to Phoenix. I've drawn the, just a 10. You just take the 10 all the way. Blythe is the city that crosses into Arizona, Arizona. on the 10 freeway. Oh. We have feeder when guys that go there and, and switch trailers with guys from Arizona. So then when the pavement went from gravel to whatever the new... Because, you know, when you, when you cross, it goes from gravel and bumpy to smooth. Right there when you go over the border. Yeah. When you like, oh, that's what I noticed about. It. I go, these roads are way nicer over here. There's a like when you go there now. There's a 76 station, is it? That's a new gas station, um, and there's on on, and that's in Arizona. And when you're going across, there's a like a when you get off, there's a turnabout that you go to whatever. But there's a Flying J's gas station. Don't ever get gas there, dude. It even made my jet skis ping when we got gas and. My jet skis were pinging. I don't yeah. even know. I know what you're talking it's, about. It's like a main, like, it's like a truck stop type gas station where they, you know, the. But this shit's garbage, huh? Man, our skis, my skis ran like crap uh, after putting that what gas. Would you, what kind of gas would you recommend? Anything but that. Anything but that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was, it was a trip too because we, it was like, okay, you know, the gas was cheaper over there and everything because we stayed at the hotel that was right there. Man, the hotel stunk too. Smelled like someone had been fishing and cleaned the fish in the hallway. Oof. Yeah, we only stayed there once. Also, there's no casinos there. No, you can it, actually. What you call it in Havasu? That Blue Water Casino. Yeah, um, is not that far to drive to if you wanted to. But I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, when we go to Lake Mojave, that's different because we stay in Laughlin. Yeah, and so we go, uh, and that's what we do too. We put the boat in a slip so we can just drive back and forth. We park the trailer there. And lock it uh, on at Lake Mojave too, and then un unhitch, and so we're just uh, so you could continue to go on down the road, back and forth, back and forth, and without doing it till the last day, and then you hook the trailer back up, take the boat out, and go home. But uh, you know we gamble there, but we were we were there last year, about this time. It was weird. It was like a morgue, man. It was just kind of strange. I've never been on a boat. No, I've been on. Boats, but not like the boat you're describing, like hanging out and drinking, just chilling, or just I never have. I, I I've been invited plenty of times, uh, but man, the way you describe it, I think my kids will like it. They can I get into boating because I we love camping, but it's like, damn, dude. Actually, and you can, I think there are certain spots there on Lake Mojave where you're out there that they in the coves where you can camp. Um, spots. Oh. I think I think there is. I could check again when I look look it up. But um, there's a. I mean, it's just that is a is a cool place because it's so wide open. And you use your boat how many times a year? I want to say eight to ten. 
Yeah, we didn't last year. We didn't as much because of COVID. Yeah, COVID was a. And this year, I, like I, we got a couple things going on, so we we will do. I mean, it's the thing is, is with it being three hours to get out there to Blythe, you can go for the weekend and you know come home Sunday night. Mm. It was a lot. Not what the only thing was when we were going the first couple of times when they opened it up out there. Uh, th- there wasn't that much traffic. I was making it in like two and a half hours. Holy shit! I was led. Can you? Can you fish on the boat too? Yeah. There's oh. you, all you gotta do is buy a Colorado either at Mojave you buy whatever that is the. I gotta see a picture of your boat. I want to see a picture of it. The Lake Mead uh, thing, uh, whatever it might be, the Lake Mead recreational thing like fishing license for that, and in Blythe it's just a Colorado River fishing license. You know, the only really time that was kind of messed up during COVID was when uh, it, we went Memorial Day weekend. And usually it's really still not that bad out there, mm-hmm. but the Indian areas, they closed all their launch ramps mm-hmm. to all the people that are on Indian land that had, that lived there. Mm-hmm. So everybody had to come to where we normally go. It's called McIntyre. It's a state park. So they all came there. It was insane, dude. And they have, they have, they have camping there. Mm-hmm. You can camp on their thing. And then, you know, what if I got a boat big enough where I could just go under deck and just sleep there? Uh, you, could, you could take it in the water out there at Lake Mojave. It's deep enough. Not well, on the river. Not, not on the river, river. dude. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> like that. Nah, that's too big for the river. But, yeah, I mean, you, I, I've seen the big sailboats out there on, uh, not the huge sailboats, but decent-sized sailboats out there on uh, Lake Mojave because, you know, the wind mm-hmm. stuff. And they, um, they're out there, but, I mean. How many people does your boat fit? I think the max we're supposed to have on there is nine. I think once we had 10, um, but it's still, it, it's got uh, twin jet engines on it, uh, like a jet ski 1800s. Um, what kind of boat you have? It's a Yamaha. Yamaha. 2013 2- 212X. And the thing is, is I'll tell you something about a boat. We, we have to replace stuff here and there. I know people talk about, man, you always got to dump money in your boat. Not necessarily if you take care of it. Mm-hmm. Me and Tom take care of our boat. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a picture of it? I might have one on my phone. I don't know. Let me see. I have to go through my things and see. But um, it's it's not that bad. But the 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 bad thing is, is two three years down the road, mm-hmm. when you see your same model, the newer one, mm-hmm. you go, oh, "Damn, I wish mine had that." <laughs> and then you see two more, three more uh, years down the road, you go, "Oh man, now look how nice I'm making this boat." You're like, but that's how it, you know what I mean? That's how it always is. That's the other thing I love going to, that we bought this timeshare in Cabo. Yeah, I'm looking at your shirt. It says Taco Loco. That's one of the places there. That's the first stop we go to every time when we go. Oh, man. Do I not have a... Uh, what do you think? Uh, how is it down there going to Cabo? I heard people were dying. They were giving them fake alcohol and stuff. Um, was that Cabo or was that? I have no idea. I've never heard it. I've never had one problem in how long have I been going there now? Seven, eight years? I've never had one. I never would have went half on the timeshare with Tommy if I if there was anything that I thought was going to be any kind of problem. Where we're at is called Land's End. It's a place called Playa Grande. It's uh, right where the Pacific turns into the sea of cortez mm-hmm. it's right where the, it's a famous thing called the ark mm-hmm. it's down there 
and then the the there's a marina right there and stuff and mm -hmm. that's right there everything is walking distance to go to eat mm -hmm. sometimes might be a little or you might have been tired from the day and you're like okay we'll take the taxi they mm -hmm. charge you like two bucks a person in a van big deal but uh damn i don't have a picture in here son of a gun but um you could just go on the internet and just type in the bolt and then put in images. I know I got pictures in here. Did you? I mean, I'm just a dope when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, I had to learn. Uh, I had to learn how to, to redo. I used to build my computers in college. We used to play a lot of gaming. Uh, they would call them land, lawns, lands, L-A-N, where we all get together and with our computers and we would link up and we'd be playing online like what the kids do now to play online oh, okay. back then you had to you had to do hook your stuff up into other people's networks and so i built a gaming computer uh i just got out of it you know once you start having kids and you're working i i fell away from the computer stuff uh so i had to relearn a lot of stuff but it, it all started coming back to me uh, I had a problem actually the other day. I was trying to. I was I, I was doing my video for YouTube and I was preparing it through my video editor, and so I was video editing it. And when I finished, you supposed to upload or export. So when you go to export, the computer kept crashing, and so my computer when it when it was brand new was about three grand. Uh, this computer I have, this laptop I got from uh, my cousin's pawn shop, Wimpy's pawn shop. So I'm making this computer work, man. It's working. And it, it's working overtime. It overheats. So I have to uh, – and this is a gaming uh, laptop too, but it overheats because I'm uploading videos and the stuff it's, it's doing is pretty – you know, it's, it's pretty new stuff when you when – you, uh, editing videos and uploading it it takes a lot of uh, memory from your card so anyways it, it crashed and it kept crashing and it finally gave me an id number usually my my neighbor he's a computer guy he works it at cal state fullerton so he's helped me along you know getting the podcast started so i just started doing it on my own i said well let me see what this means and boom 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 and then i had to upload some stuff and do Dude, I had like six windows. I felt like I was a hacker. You know what I mean? But I fixed the problem. You know what I mean? I, fi I fixed the problem. You're talking about that it overheating, though. I had a yeah. guy on my uh, route when I had that Fountain Valley route. Mm -hmm. He sold like radiators for... For computers. Oh. For computers. You know they can mine for Bitcoin? Yeah, that's what they do. They mine. You could, you could get a bunch of computers. And what it is is to get a Bitcoin or I don't know how it's... Something weird where you could, the computer's got to solve a puzzle, and whoever solves it the fastest gets points, or I don't know. It, it, it's called mining for Bitcoin. And it sounds like a scam to me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they found warehouses with thousands of computers, and they thought it was a weed house because it was sucking so much electricity. They walked in, and it was a Bitcoin mining place. It was illegal. Wow. And they had th thousands of computers, and it has to be cold because they overheat. But, yeah, to, get, to learn to get a... Uh, how they get bitcoins is crazy i'm trying to get someone on the show to, to explain it to me but they're mining and so it's, it's something about solve the computer solve a puzzle and the more computer i don't know it's, it's some crazy shit dude yeah. when we were we were downtown i can't remember which one of the hotels that thing said now accepting bitcoin yeah. like to pay for the thing and i'm like how 
I, I, I have no clue how that stuff works. Dude. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, um, Bitcoin, Dogecoin. Yeah. I mean, I know how to, uh, I know how to invest my money, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that stuff, that's something that, you stay away from it. Yeah. If I don't understand it, I mean, basic stock market stuff with my 401k and my own, uh, account that I have, uh, I think my wife had it because when we had her stock from her work, TD Ameritrade, I think I have an account with, and like I bought serious stock. I, I make, you know, I made money. Um, her old work, we made good money with, um, and then I just gave it all to my financial advisor. So when I retire, I'll just have a, I gave him, I invested my 401k with him. Mm -hmm. So I'll, from what I figured I was going to get to investing with him and how much he's telling me I'm going to get per month, I'm going to make way more. So I was like, you know, he's a cool dude. He took us to... You got to be 65 to collect, right? Um. Oh, no, no, no. If I retire... Use it right away. Right now, I can get that money from him that I invested oh. with him. The, o the only thing you have to be is 59 and a half years old Yeah. to withdraw the money from your 401k to like... Uh, if you're gonna you can start you can start withdrawing it now without any kind of penalties mm -hmm. they're gonna charge you the 20 percent uh uh interest for the um or they're gonna charge you 20 percent for the taxes and all that stuff because mm -hmm. you know it's still taxable now it's taxable money because i think when, once you get to age 70 is or 65 is maybe when your tax you don't have to pay taxes well i or it goes down or whatever or down, and yeah. 70 is i think 70 year old is when you're forced to start taking the money out of mm -hmm. any kind of thing like that about 59 and a half you're allowed to do it so what i did is i just took it out and i re i reinvested it and so this guy just told me whenever i you know and i'm i'm gonna get taxed on that money too it's like anything else i always get taxed on crap but i mean now that'll be a little bit more and it's a it'll just be a, a steady thing because he's they reinvest your money for you too. Mm -hmm. So, and they make their money off it. So how'd you meet this guy? Um, from friends, uh, we, uh, some the friends that we go to, uh, um, Cabo with, they, we went to a party with them. They live right there on, uh, on Serrano's route. Um, they've been friends of Tom and Mary's forever. And then there are friends now, our good friends now. Mm -hmm. And he was at their, what was it? Birthday party. And he was, they invited him there. And then, they were saying like, hey, you know, you're interested. And I said, oh, okay. So I talked to the guy and everything. I said, okay. So we did a few things first. And then I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do with you now. And so, yeah, he's he works with one of the big, uh, uh, I guess I, I call it a sponsor for the Dodgers. One of the ones they got, they got their sign up there on the, mm -hmm. at the stadium. Oh. I forget what the heck it's called now. But so we got to go to their uh, luxury suite. Now that, that spoils you for going to a baseball game, dude. I still will sit in the regular seats, mm -hmm. but if I have a choice of that or that guy, ah, all the foods there, the big old refrigerator, you just open it up, soda and beer, mm -hmm. I mean, packed. We had food, chicken, fingers, you know, all the ball, all ballpark food and stuff, bags of uh, Cracker Jacks and peanuts. There's all right there. And then... Uh, Tom's wife and my wife, they like to drink vodka and soda water. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, hey, there's, he just it went outside, said something, boom, someone comes back with a bottle of booze and Damn. the stuff for them. And you can either sit inside the guy. Give me this guy's business card. <laughs> okay. Or I'll uh, get him on the podcast yeah. too. Okay. He lives in Apple Valley, but you never know. He works, I mean, he works out here. But I'll, I'll give you his info. Yeah. But um, 
when he took a seat, he can either sit out or inside, and it's two brothers. So you got, what, 81 home games. So one has to be there for 40 games. One has to be there for 41. The guy's not even really, I mean, like, and there's TVs inside the thing, too. But, I mean, you're there watching the game, so I'm yeah. watching the game. But he was in there watching the USC game because we went on a Saturday. So he's watching the USC game. And it's like he's sitting there, and I'm just like I'm checking him out for a little bit, just like mm -hmm. okay, so this is a big deal type dude, you know. Mm -hmm. Let me check this guy out, <laughs> and he's just like chilling, watching the football game, like no big deal, talking to this other his buddy that he brought, mm -hmm. and they're just whatever. Oh, glance up at the Dodger score once in a while, and he's just and this like, is the guy's boss. He 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 does some kind of work with them. Okay, like he works, you know, works with me. Oh, that's he I, he works for them too. Like he does investing for them too. So he must be at the big end. With big end, guy. yeah. So the guy says, hey, you want to use the, you know. Mm -hmm. And there was four other people that were there that we didn't know. And they said, oh, they probably uh, had something to do with the, the work. Yeah. That guy's sweet, his work, you know, like, oh, they probably won some drawing at work. And they were there too, you know. But, and they were kicking it outside. And they were cool people. I would have told him, I said, hey, even he asked you, do you need anything, let me know. I would have said, hey, I want to throw out the first pitch. <laughs> they have four seats behind home plate. And he said, hey. I'm going to take you to those one day. And I said, nah, I said, I don't like being that close. I go, I like being up here. But, um, the lady, when they brought the dessert, they brought the dessert in the, the end of the seventh inning, the dessert cart and the lady and the, I guess the, the worker and the lady that like organizes everything for that kind of thing. They had to come in and apologize to that dude for bringing the dessert cart late. And I'm like, who, really? It's seventh inning? I mean, this is like late and you have to come in and apologize? I said, wow, man. I said, what do you got on there? They had cheesecake on there, dude. I said, do you have to apologize for nothing? Give me some of that cheesecake. And, but it was like top-notch, uh, you know, I mean, you're at the ballpark. You think, okay, but it was like top-notch dessert, dude. It was, and I'm like, and he, the guy, his name's Juan. He's just saying, yeah, this is, you know, how it is. I said, dude, I go, this kid, like, I go, this could ruin you for, you know, if you have the chance to be here. Mm -hmm. What know? about Laker games or Clipper games? Okay, I've only been, uh, only Laker games I've ever been to. I've been to two Laker games back when they were at the Forum. Um, I saw, we, I went with the boys club and they played right when the ABA merged with the NBA. And they That's brought, the last time and, you've been to a Laker game? Or oh, a the last game? time I've been to a basketball game. I went You're to, a San Antonio fan. Yeah, I went to a state. I've never been big on going to the games, though. I went to Staples Center, uh, and we saw the Clippers play the uh, Timberwolves. We were, like, way, way, like, way up there, mm -hmm. dude. And, I mean, it was it was okay, but I'm, I've never been a big fan of going to the games. But I did go see the... Sixers play because I went and saw Dr. J and Moses and mm -hmm. then play the Lakers at the forum. That's when I went went down and talked to, to Jack at the game. You know who had the hookups with uh, Gerald Parks? Yeah. He's, so did, he's giving me tickets. We, we bought tickets off of him for the suite. So did Byron Lewis. We'd be in the suite. No, no, that's right. Byron Lewis. Byron Lewis had the big hookup on all that stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah my bad. It wasn't Gerald Park. It was Byron, Byron Lewis. You know, he went you – know, on the regular to the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was following him on my old, old Facebook, and he was posting pictures of him. He's a big Raiders fan. Yeah, he, he was, uh, I, I don't know, he was back and forth. 
Texas and uh, yeah, and Cali and Carson, I think, is where he lived. Yeah, yeah, here. my buddy knew him. Yeah, I talked to, to him still him. every once in a great while. I'll text him to see how he's doing. That guy was so yeah, dude. He was the coolest dude ever. I always he tell was this so smooth. Yeah, I always tell the one story where we were talking, doing something, and he reached in his pocket. He was like, "Oh, damn, I forgot about these." He had two checks in his pocket because you know he did the rodeo stuff too. Oh, that's right. He had a check for five grand and a check for twenty five hundred in his pocket that he forgot about. <laughs> I just go, damn, because I gotta go take these to the bank. Yeah, he was a. Uh, he had that S five fifty. Yeah, so rolling that. You know, he didn't he own a, 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 a daycare? Did he own yeah. a couple of businesses? He was running a daycare too. He had an old. Uh, I don't know if it was a six. I want to say it was a sixty three. It might have been a sixty four. Impala, black one with the gold rims, and it was the convertible. Holy shit! Badass. He showed me a picture of it. I, he never rolled it into work, but it was badass. Damn. I think he said he ended up selling it to somebody in Japan for big money. Because those guys pay big money for lowriders in Japan. Hey, he's too smooth. I couldn't even get him on the podcast. He'd be, yeah, man. <laughs> I, that guy was, I mean. My buddy. Uh, he was totally one of the coolest guys I ever met at, at work. It's man. funny. My buddy, he's a driver. Uh, he's a shop steward out of 396. My boy, Terry. He's been on the show before. He told me about it one day. He goes, hey, you know this guy, Brian Lewis? He said, <laughs> I go, yeah, dude. That's the homies, dude. He goes, man, he goes, that's one smooth motherfucker. <laughs> I go, yeah, dude. I go, he's, he's legit. I remember when I was on disability, I was on stress leave, and he was delivering downtown. So I, I actually had to do jury duty when I was off. So I went to go do jury duty, and I was walking across the street, and he seen me. He goes, hey, man, what's going on? He gave me a ride. And he gave me a ride in the package car to my car. <laughs> and then I, and, uh, he goes, what are you doing? I said, uh, I go, I'm on stress leave. He goes, how do you do that? Oh, you're good. He's like, how do you do that? And then I told him, I said, here's the doctor call. <laughs> so he went, and the doctor gave him time off. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he started taking his time off and, and, and doing, you know, seeing the doctor and, and, and doing what you need to do. But I remember he went to see the doctor, and I don't want to go into even more details, you know. But, uh, yeah, I know B for a while, man. Yeah, he was a cool dude. He started about... Two months before me, him and uh, Dancing Johnny started right before me. Yeah, he's yeah, he was all right, dude. Yeah, he had a few things going, but yeah, he had that daycare. Yeah, these are all just rumors I've heard. I could, you know, I've always just been cool with him. Yeah, no, he had a daycare. He was over there, but he had the. Uh, from what I understood, he had the hookup on the good seats, and like, <laughs> yeah. he, but he did for the longest time. I mean, he told me maybe two years into working together back. That's so that's back in '92. That oh I go to the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl all the time, and, you know he knew he could get the tickets. But he I think he quit going to the Pro Bowl. This is Hawaii remember. now, isn't it? Well, like my sister that lives over there. Before my nephew moved over here, my sister, my brother-in-law, my nephew would always go to Honolulu because they gave him discount because they're Islanders, mm -hmm. so they gave him a discount uh, on the flight to mm -hmm. uh, Island Hopper flight, and they gave him discount tickets to the Pro Bowl. Then they cut it all out. And that's when they had to start. Sometimes they do it in Florida, and sometimes they do it over there now. Back in they kind of back and forth it now, mm -hmm. because the they were getting a lot of business from the locals. And once they cut them out of like giving them a deal, mm -hmm. they're like oh, why go? What do you think about the fight that's going on tonight? You gonna watch that? Yeah, I, I forgot we were gonna talk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I wanted uh, the the I watched when he fought uh, McGregor only because uh, Benzet's uh, buddy. Mm -hmm. uh, 
pay for it at Banzette's house. You know, Banzette mm-hmm. just lives two streets over from me, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, we're in the backyard and uh, watching it and stuff. And it was funny because I was giving like uh, Danny Barrios crap about it because he's like, oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. look at McGregor. He's legit. I said, dude, <laughs> Mayweather's just carrying him. I go, he could stop this fight. And I go, hey, be serious. And like, oh, look, and he's hitting him with punches. I go, <laughs> I go dude. All that money that was spent, mm-hmm. Mayweather has to let this thing go for a while. Mm-hmm. I go, if mm-hmm. if he was to, and I don't like Mayweather, but mm-hmm. if he was to uh, bust him in a couple of rounds, man, people would be like, oh, man, I wasted all this money. And then if there was ever anybody like what they're doing tonight, mm-hmm. ever trying to do it again, it would ruin it. Mm-hmm. By him letting What if he catches him, though? The guy can hit. I'll be busting up. I mean, I'm a, I'll probably, if there's something like that happens... I'll check it out on like YouTube, but I'm I could I could really care less about. He's this. got like fifty pounds over him. I if I was him, I'd just charge him, dude. Just fucking <laughs> give it all you got, dude. Yeah. They just showed the, they uh you know they do the weigh in. Yeah. And it was like he was yeah. like this much taller than him, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like okay, but I I I, I don't get like why why do you why, remember why wouldn't Mayweather that mean why wouldn't Mayweather even bother doing something May- like remember this. when mayweather went to japan and he knocked out that one dude remember he was an asian he was like a champion of kickboxing okay and, i know what you're talking about and yeah. he knocked him out like first round dude like boom i know they, i guess the i know he fought him. the guy i think the dude hit him like hit him too hard or whatever and he just went full mayweather mode and knocked him out dude boom and i think he <laughs> learned his lesson after that you know like okay i can't i gotta put on the show yeah, but I mean, I just don't, un- I, I don't understand that this guy's got so much money. I mean, okay, you were 49-0, and 0, and now you're going to try to say you were 50-0 and 0 because you beat McGregor. Okay, that doesn't count. And this, other, I mean, it's like, you, why would you, I don't know, in my eyes, tarnish your, you know. He's an, they said he's an entertainer now. He's an entertainer uh, if I want to watch uh, entertainment, I go back to watching pro wrestling. Alvis is a money grab, but I don't know where all the money's coming from. But he, you know, hey, he, in in, I don't know where this fight's at, but in it's Vegas, in Florida. Okay, but in Vegas, he always gets paid. You know, have you seen him gambling and making fucking bets, hey, parlays, I, 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 and he, he hits them? Yeah, I watch his videos, dude. And he always, uh, and he always has. They always pay him in cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I could understand him. Gambling on that stuff. Okay, he's got the money to do all that. But this, these exhibition things like this, it's like, to me, it's just like so lame. I mean, I felt bad enough for like Roy Jones Jr. was one of my favorite boxers. And he hung around too long, mm-hmm. you know, and he looked bad in some terrible fights. He I mean, fought that, Tyson recently. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was even hokey. It's like, come on, dude. No headshots. Yeah, I mean, That's it was just, it was, it was hokey. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't get it. It's entertainment now, man. I know, but I can't see. And the thing is, too, is I think, yeah. damn, really? Do you guys need the money? I mean, Tyson made millions. Roy Jones made millions. And you guys still need money now? Fuck no. Cocaine and women is expensive. Yeah, no, I understand that. But I'm, I'm just like, but. <laughs> they need, yeah. He's got a podcast, too, now. Yeah, but they come from a different way of life than we did. I mean, yeah. I know Tyson came from the ghetto and all that money probably just. You know, a lot of, I guess, they, I, me, I, I don't know. I can't say whether I wouldn't have uh, done that, but I just think, wow, how did, could they, uh, how could they throw it all away? But I guess you never know. But you, I mean, I don't, 
I just feel bad for him. I just him. hope like, Mayweather isn't like that, too. You know what I mean? I hope he's good with his money because they, they say he can't read. No. You know? <laughs> they I, make fun of him, you know? 50 Cent makes fun of him. That's uh, what they say. But I don't know. I think he's got that gentleman's club in Vegas, too. Yeah, he just, I mean, those guys, I mean, for him, that it seems like he's not in any dire need of money. I don't understand why he does this kind of stuff. I mean, I just think. They said he's going to, they said he has already made $100 million with the buys and everything. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how people generate that much money. Yeah, I'm surprised he's making that much in Florida because I know that, it, I mean, at any time in Vegas, he, he breaks the bank all the time. You know, and I know that. But I know he fucking loses too, dude. You can't just win all the time. Oh no! On his on the betting, there was one that I know that he bet something Texas A and M when uh, Manziel was there, and Manziel lost a game or something. Was something that I know that I know he lost. He was big on Johnny Manziel when he was at Texas A and M. He bet on him all the time. Damn. I remember seeing him saying something about that. Johnny football isn't that what? Why is it all these these uh, superior athletes like Jordan too? They like to gamble. Tiger Woods spent a lot of time in Vegas too. I don't know if he gambled, but I know he gambled with his life. Yeah, all, those, all the women he was with. Did you see that documentary on HBO? No, I, I didn't. Damn, I didn't watch it. Dude, his dad would have a the a Winnebagger or Winnebagger. Yeah, Winnebago and Winnebago, and he would. Tiger would be practicing, and his dad would be giving lessons. Usually, they'd say white women with blonde hair. He says <laughs> later on d- during the. Day they'd end up being in in the Winnebago, and Tiger would still be playing and practicing. The dude spilled the beans on the show, dude. It was one of their close friends. He started crying when he said this shit. He goes, "I'm sorry, Tiger's gonna be pissed, but maybe that's where he learned it from his dad." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I don't even remember hearing about Tiger when he was at Western High School. I didn't. I never heard of him when he was there. And that's local Orange County, the register. You know they would have been. Western, yeah, he went to Western. Yeah, he went to Western High School. And I never heard, I, I don't remember ever hearing about His him. His mom lives on Mark Clee's route. Oh, does she? She yeah. lives up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I don't know if she still lives there. But I remember he was like, yeah, Tiger Woods' mom. Tiger opened the door the other day, you know? I was like, what? Oh, wow. But yeah, so I don't know what. You think he's going to come back with that broken leg? That guy's got bad fucking juju, huh? I don't know, dude. I, 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 I was just bummed looking at the news last night. John Rom was leading whatever this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they COVID. And he tested. He's six shots ahead and he had to drop out. You know, today's the last day. I would ask for a fucking second, a second test. I'm There's like, a lot of false positives that yeah, go I'm around. Like, oh, man. I go, are you kidding me? And guys? they did it on TV. But the thing, I mean, my whole thing was. He started crying, dude. Like, dude, don't do that to someone, <laughs> dude. What the fuck? There's, as good a golfer as he is or the six-shot lead, I doubt he's going to lose that, you know, the tournament. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but they were saying that whatchamacallit's But coming. they canceled him, right? That he can't play no more. Yeah, so he's out. So the other two guys that were behind, six shots behind, and now you're now you're up in the top. And if they if after that, if you win, I'd just say, come on, man. I didn't win this thing. He did. They probably might do something like that. Who knows? But, uh. So uh, I guess oh, I can't forget. Is the U.S. Open coming up? Well, yeah, it's coming. Okay, up. Okay, so they said he'll be cleared to play by, by then. I would ask for a second. So test. What, so would I, man. And I would ask for like the rapid one. Yeah, dude, and get back out. There. I mean, blood work, whatever, dude. Dude, you, you're. <laughs> the town just go by himself, six feet apart. Right, but you I mean, just they go can play it yourself. They, but they can do the those rapid tests. Why not? 
Yeah, it sounds fishy to me, dude. When I heard that, I just don't understand. They got the rapid test. My wife went and did it at the Westminster Mall when she was feeling sick. Mm -hmm. She went and did the rapid test, and it said negative. And I mean, like, okay, if she can go do, why I can't this guy just go and things say, oh, yeah. Why don't they have like a, like you're saying, like a Winnebago one of those RVs there? Yeah, they can do it for them. Yeah, run the test real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, dude, you got to be bummed because you. If you know, I mean, he's got to know how good he is. He's got to know with a six-shot lead, he's not blowing it. Well, yeah, I'm going to argue it. I'll go, no, well, give me another fucking test. I feel fine. Unless he's starting to come down with fever and he's feeling, you know. Exactly. Maybe, but if this dude's six-shot, I mean, he looks good, Give, him, I would be like, give me another test. Yeah. You know, I, I give mean, me a that's... second opinion. Like, this this doesn't seem right. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. I file a lawsuit after that. <laughs> Yeah. He was crying. Did you see the video? Uh, no, I didn't. I just they're saw that. They're telling him, dude, like, hey. I was just watching the. Uh, you got AIDS. AIDS That's basically game. what it, he, he broke down. He was like, he started crying and walking away. And, and there, there are, there, the news article is saying, like, why would you do that to someone? Like, what has the PGA come to that you're going to have to film him and have the. And the dude's on mic, too. Hey, just want to let you know you don't have, you, you have COVID and. On film, dude. Like, what? What's wrong? Like, they said, what's wrong? With PGA? Are they really hurting for ratings? I heard the ratings were down for basketball this season. You know what? All I with that China shit. I didn't even watch. Uh, I just saw that the Lakers got knocked out by. Who does Chris Paul play for? Uh, Phoenix Suns. Okay, and that's who they got knocked that's out it, by. That's it. <laughs> I was one day. I was watching a game. It was the Utah Jazz against somebody. I I, I just was when I was flipping channels. I just stopped a second to see what was going on. Mm -hmm. I forget who they were playing, but I knew zero people on both teams. I just go, wow, man. I go, this self. I mean, I haven't watched it so long. I mean, because I, mainly I kind of got a little upset when uh, Kawhi left uh, mm -hmm. San Antonio to go mm -hmm. play with Toronto. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he won. And I was like, and then he came to the Clippers. I kind of like, kind of like the Clippers too. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I'm just not going to, I just, I never been a big LeBron I used to, fan. I used to gamble and watch all the Laker games and Kobe played. Once he retired, that was kind of it, you know. Even LeBron would come in, I still wouldn't. Uh, you know, I used to gamble a lot too on on sports, and now I, I, I'm not even gambling anymore. I'm not even watching sports. Yeah, I mean, like the basketball when we were there last time, I was like, it looked to me like, basically, just bet the over under on the games. Don't even yeah. bet like the the spread or not yeah. because. Man, it was, the, the games were either scoring 250 points combined or like 100 and, you know, 150 combined, you know. It was mm -hmm. either way lower or way high. It's like, man, it looks like that's the thing to bet now. It's just like the over-under instead of like the spread. Because mm -hmm. when we were there for the for the basketball, for the um, NCAA tournament. Yeah, so I, I miss that too. But uh, usually, see, like, Billy and I used to go to Vegas for the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I used to go. I went, remember? We, yeah, went to, we stayed or, at Bally's. Or, or at Laughlin. We'd go to Laughlin, too, a couple of times because a couple of times uh, Terry had the bus go. Yeah. And um, and then we would go to Los Alamos and bet the Preakness and be there the whole morning, bet the whole thing up to the thing. And for the Belmont, same thing all day long. We would just go to the track, you know, hang out at Los Alamos, bet uh, whatever racetracks from the East Coast were on and uh, Santa Anita and then to the, the race and I haven't done that in a in a long ass time. I know we got to do that, dude I remember going to Bally's and hanging out there all day and just chilling. Yeah, though. I uh, That's a night. That's probably like the best sports book, huh? That's a nice one um, uh, They got once now they got that one at the new one that they built downtown that 
as the pool and the big sports oh, sports really? book outside. Yeah, Holy it's shit. outside and the pools there and everything. But dude, you got to think about it this way: those people are in that pool all day long in there, <laughs> and you don't see them get out to go to the bathroom. Uh, I don't know, man, because that's what, like in Cabo they have now a uh, infinity pool, and it's right up to the bar. And I'll I, I kind of hang out a little bit with Tom in there when we're, but we kind of. Don't hang out in there too long because we see some people there, man, that never get out. They're fucking knocking them down. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll go back and just get in there. Regular <laughs> adult pool. <man." laughs> they used to say that some of the hotels they had, to, uh, if you were to pee, the chemical in the pool would turn red. Turn, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that anywhere. Yeah, but, man, either. if they had it in there, the whole thing would be red, I'm pretty sure. Oof. Yeah. I, I, it kind of creeps me out a little bit. So I usually hang out in just the regular... Uh, adult pool there but we when we first went to, used to go to college we used to hang out in the pool a lot but we don't that much sunday we do because uh we'll watch because they got the games they got two big mm-hmm. screen teams so watch you know the football games they got on mm-hmm. sometimes we'll go on the little uh restaurant they got and watch the games in there too they mm-hmm. fixed the tvs in there before man they had lousy tvs in there <laughs> that's what got me that that one time when we went with billy for uh uh whatchamacallit uh for the Kentucky Derby, and he wanted to go to uh, Harris. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's I guess that kind of was considered the nicest one of the ones in Laughlin. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, I had better TVs at home than they had on the wall. <laughs> I told Billy, I said, dude, man, I, I said I think I went. It was everything was old, huh? Even the Aquarius. Yeah, they had the probably the newest ones though. Now they they Aquarius has nice TVs in there now, but when we went the one time, yeah. I think it was when Pacquiao fought Hatton. And, yeah, and uh, I. Um, the TVs, they had one big TV and all the rest of the other ones were terrible. I'm like, how how can you have, it's your sports book, dude. You got to have the best TVs in the house in the sports book. Yeah. You can have lousy TVs. Like, you know how you'll be playing blackjack and they'll have like the mm-hmm. TVs. So you can watch. Okay. You can have crap ones there, but dude, in the sports book, you got to have the best TVs, man. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. When we were in Harris, man, I just was, I'm, you know, I like to mess with Billy. Billy's a good guy, man. And I was when we were there for the Harris. I go, dude. I go, and you like to come here and get probably. I go, I can watch. I got better TVs back in the room at at, at Edgewater. Edgewater. And Billy's, and Billy's like, gonna be like, come on, man. Yeah, come Billy's on. all hang dog, hanging his head down. And I go, Billy, you know we're just jacking with you. <laughs> Billy, yeah, we went. We went to Valley's. I remember it was me, you, Billy. Uh, I took my lady. I remember uh, that's what she. Yeah, first Tom, you Tommy was there, and I don't it, think Tommy was there. But right? his brother didn't come down there, but because Tommy was doing stuff to his, uh, what you call it, mm-hmm. he was doing stuff to one of his houses out mm-hmm. there. So his brother was coming to help him do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I kicked ass on that. The only thing was, was if you didn't get up and bet right away, if you kind of waited two, three minutes for the race, and the line kind of got a little long mm-hmm. in there, not the. Let's see, the sports book at, well, we go to South Point. I like that because. Yeah, you've been going to South Point lately. South Point has their sports book and they have the race book separate. And they got a nice oh. poker room. They got a nice big poker room. Um, I like the South Point's uh, um, sports book. I'm trying to think who else has a nice sports book there that I remember in. I do remember that, uh, well, supposedly that Westgate had the biggest one, but now that's one downtown supposedly has the biggest uh sports book now um i think jeremy's been to it <laughs> if i'm not mistaken Hell yeah jeremy <laughs> i that's think he's i think he's been there that's a king of bets right there dude i like you know what i like going to uh, i like going to uh vegas with jeremy 
I always have a good time. He's Where, got he's got good luck. I've seen him win five grand at Hawaiian Gardens in like thir- in like an hour. He was. Uh, we were talking about when Mickelson just won. Mm-hmm. You know, if we were in Vegas, mm-hmm. me and Jeremy were talking to each other. I go, you know, we would have said, man, let's just let's find an old dude that or whatever. Or we'll jump twenty bucks on Phil him. Mix. And yeah. you know, he would have done it. And that's that would have paid you twenty eight hundred dollars. But uh, and uh, I like going with Souza. Excuse me. Susan's a crack up. He, yeah, he. I keep trying to get him on the show. He says he says now he's saying he's think he'll think about it, but I don't know. I think he'd be good to come on the show, man. I don't know how that guy can go, and I, <laughs> I, he he. He's he, a different breed, man. Yeah, he's just his motor man's always running. He can just <laughs> go go go. But I like that guy, man, because we were joking the one time me him and Billy went that. I think he slept. I said, Johnny, I think you only slept like three hours the whole weekend. We were here. We we're like three days. <laughs> And uh, Sunday or Monday morning when we were going home, I told Johnny he was out that night, you know, and I said, hey, man, I, I want to try to leave like mm-hmm. eight, nine in the morning and go home, you know. <laughs> he comes rolling in at 730. He was no, he slept in. He came in that room and slept for about an hour, I think. <laughs> and uh, he was up like when my alarm went off, he was up. He go, oh, we're ready to go, man. He got all the stuff packed. He cleaned up, you know, <laughs> we, we were ready to go. And Billy's still there. Asleep, I'm like Billy, come on, get up, get up, and Billy's taking a sweet ass time and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, and I, I was just like, I go, man, Susan can just like, you know, he could just go. Even now, I mean, I, you know, that he had his unfortunate accident and everything. Mm-hmm. He's still, uh, man, he's a troop man. He's got that thing, and he's he he just going, man. Yeah, he's going. We were at the when we were at the for the because he went with us for the basketball. Dude, man, when, whenever the lady comes like he's just he like and he's buying man he's got no you know that's just johnny man he's like hey frankie you want a coke and he's buying you know tommy and him a beer and billy a beer and uh we went with uh diedrich and he's just like you know you know he's he's just like that man he's no qualms about hey you need gas money uh we're going to uh we went to jack in the box like i don't know it was like two in the morning Mm -hmm. coming back to the room and we pulled in i don't know we spent like it was like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Johnny's going, no, get this, get the, yeah, go whatever, man. And he just hands me the money to pay for it. And we said, all this crap food back. <laughs> but we ate it. I mean, he was eating the tacos in the morning too, Johnny. But yeah, I mean, uh, I like, I like hanging out with him and, uh, Jeremy up there, you know, cause I go with Billy and Tom all the time. So when those guys go, it's, it's yeah. cool. But I did like when we went, uh, and met up with you guys there from the bus in Laughlin and everybody mm-hmm. was like, you know, doing everything. That was cool. Um, what's his name? I guess those guys, because what? That one time, uh, McNeil, didn't he? He bet like three uh, long shots of that 150 to one came in. And uh, he made big money. Uh, that was right, too, when my friend uh, that used to work on my route, James. I know, mm-hmm. you, I know you met James. Yeah, he used to play poker with him. Yeah. And it was his son's first birthday, and there was this horse. It was like 25 to one. And it was the one horse. And, you know, he's... He doesn't bet the horses. And we're sitting there. Time we met him there, BSing with him. And mm-hmm. he goes, oh, look at the odds. on it. He goes, so he asked me. And I said, no, that's, I go, that's big odds. If that horse hits, I go, I can mm-hmm. put 10 bucks in him. That's 250 bucks. He goes, I'm going to put 20 bucks on him then. He goes, this is my son's first birthday. And the horse won. So he won 500 bucks. Remember when you, I went, you told me to, to make that you, bed. And I had to go switch it. Billy still talks about that. Yeah. He loves that, man. He goes, remember when Gax bet the wrong race? <laughs> he goes, and then you told him, no, you got to bet. You're betting at the wrong race because we hit. We hit yeah, on that race. Yeah. 
But you convinced me. I was like, oh, I'll just, it's fine. And I said, and no, dude, go. you can't and do I got that. up and I go, hey, can I change this? And they go, okay. And they did it. And then it hit. Yeah. It hit for like, what, 250 bucks? Yeah. That was, that, it was yeah. like a $20 bet. Yeah. <laughs> Billy still goes, whenever we talk about horse racing, <laughs> Billy always brings that. He goes, remember, he goes, you could have screwed Gax. He goes, why am I going to screw him, dude? I yeah. said, he bet. I go, he got confused about what race to bet. I go, I had to uh, tell him the right one. Yeah, because I came in, I was looking at the paper, and then you were, you yeah, we were in bets, that. and I go, what'd you do? I, I had just gotten out of time. And then I went and made the bet, and then I came back, and I showed you, and you're like, and they're, oh, no, it's the wrong one. Yeah, I looked and at that I, thing. I was like, oh, I was already drunk, you know, I was already drinking. I was like, oh, I don't care. But then some, you know, I was like, no, I better go change it. And then remember, as soon as I got it, the bell, yeah. Started, the started running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that, yeah, that was one of those. That was at the Edgewater. They fixed that. Uh, yeah, Edgewater. Actually, nice. that's actually that uh, sports book is is nice now. Edgewater. It used to be kind of beat up, but they fixed it up, and it's that's a nice one now too. Are they going to start having uh, sports books in California? Didn't they pass they, that law already? Okay, there's places that have the that you can bet the horse races. I know you can do it at that Harris. Uh, what is it? Rincon, the San Diego yeah, San one. Diego, yeah. I think you can do it at Pachanga. Um, Billy's been to a couple months, but he knows which ones you can and can't. But um, they were talking about sports betting at like Dodger Stadium, the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? SoFi? Is that? No, that's. Is SoFi the Raiders? Or is SoFi the Rams and Chargers? SoFi. Yeah, it's, that's the Rams and Chargers because Allegiant or whatever is the Raiders one. That's a badass looking stadium when you drive by it. Yeah. The Raiders one? That's. The Death Star? But the thing is, is what I don't understand, you you got all that room. Why right by the freeway, man? Yeah, dude. In and out of there and the parking stuff is going to be insane. Yeah. But I think they want, I think what the idea is, because you're there and now after that, go to the casinos and spend some money. But You would have been badass if they had an underground railroad. So you would just park whatever hotel you're at. And then they they would have connections to the stadium, just underground. Yeah, that would have been that would have been good because they do have those ones that run up and down the strip, right behind mm-hmm. the casinos. Those, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would have been a good thing and have some kind of parking someplace. But I just mm-hmm. thought it was when I saw that I go, I don't understand because they did the same thing with the T-Mobile, right? The mm-hmm. the hockey and the, for the hockey team, right? Yeah, it's right yeah. behind New York, New York. I mean, it's right there. It's like, why jam it in there, man? Why not? put it out and so people have plenty of parking and because billy says it's uh it's a pain just going to the racetrack like in and out of the racetrack for where they have the the nascar races mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he says that's like a a nightmare because of how they have it in and out it wasn't planned right and that's that's out there mm-hmm. but and i mean they got room i mean out there, people. It doesn't matter where it was. People are gonna go. We're gonna go to the. I guess they games. figure people ain't driving from out of town to drive in. They're usually at a hotel and just take an Uber or just walk over there. Yeah, I, maybe that's what they look when they put the T-Mobile in. I don't know the Raiders. though. ain't nobody across the freeway. Yeah, how are you gonna get there unless you drive? If you're at a hotel, what are you gonna do? Unless they want to hope, hope that the taxis and the Ubers or whatever they're are going to get them over there. But I was just thinking that's got to be a, like a traffic nightmare. Cause I mean, most of the time when you come through anyways, no matter what time you're coming through, when you get to that part on the 15, mm-hmm. it always seems like there's traffic. 
So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just thought, when I saw it there, I thought, why didn't they got all that open space? Why didn't they do it someplace else? Nice parking. Uh, you could have had, like, shuttles from the hotels and stuff and everything. That, you know, that would have been cool. Because I think you, from the South Point, I think they, they have a package that you buy for the NASCAR races. Mm -hmm. Stay there, and they give, you get the seats, and they shuttle you back and forth to the... But I remember Billy saying, oh, that place, man, you... If you don't leave before the end of the race, then you you wait till like you mm -hmm. hang out in the parking lot, you know, mm -hmm. until afterwards. Because I remember as a kid, that's what we used to. Uh, when I lived in L.A., when I, we'd go to the Dodger games, I'd go with my stepdad. Mm -hmm. If we didn't leave, like if the if it wasn't a blowout game, but my stepdad was like me, we like to watch to the last out, mm -hmm. and then we'd wait. And then he had a cousin that worked in on Alvarez. Alvera Street mm -hmm. and a restaurant. We'd go and eat afterwards. Damn. <laughs> well, check this out, Frank. I had a good time hanging out with you, man. We're way beyond our mark. That okay. I always put, dude. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, the next Chris Todd, we're in the building. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I had a good time, man. Uh, it's always an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Thanks, man. I'm always... uh, yeah, you're part of you're part of the the Raider State podcast, dude. It, it was great. Uh, you know, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all my listeners around the world. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving the support. I love you guys. You guys have a good week. Stay blessed. All right. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Later.